how do I put my content out there in a way that will on-ramp new people into my content? And that's the question we're answering today with my special guest, Jeff Dolan, CEO of Wave. I'm Kim, host of Book Marketing Mania, and I'm so thrilled you're tuning in today as Wave is my favorite app to turn your audio into an engaging social media video, which we call an audiogram. So Jeff and I met at the Podcast Movement Conference in Dallas last summer, and he was so kind and generous with his time to put up with me gushing over their app as it's the first one I ever used for audiograms and has always been the easiest and fastest one for me. And Jeff's been on my list of guests to ask ever since then. And when his name popped up on the Podmatch service, I knew it was time to get him on the show. Jeff is sharing why audiograms are so effective at on-ramping new readers and listeners to your content and some unique ways his customers are using them that will spark new ideas for you too. Plus, after hosting three podcasts, y'all, including the Wave podcast, I couldn't pass up the opportunity to ask Jeff for tips on starting a podcast. And after seeing him guest on a ton of podcasts himself, I also couldn't wait to ask him to share the success he has seen with using the Podmatch service to connect with other podcast hosts and be a guest on their show. So you're in for a treat today, y'all. So let's get to it. Hey, Jeff, welcome to Book Marketing Mania. I'm so thrilled you're here to serve our listeners today. Glad to be here. Me too. So y'all heard me talk all about Jeff and Wave in the introduction, but I would love for you, Jeff, just to tell us a little bit about Wave in your own words. Sure. Uh, So my name is Jeff Dolan, CEO of Wave, and we help podcasters, audiobook authors, and speakers to get their uh, message out. Uh, by clipping their audio on social media. So any kind of social media marketing that you're doing, we can just help you make it easy. And a lot of times authors, especially, uh, the last thing they want to do is market, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) We're writers, make this simple, make this easy. Let me get this on social media and be done with it. And uh, so that's what we're trying to help you do. Good. Well, so tell everybody if they're not familiar exactly how it works, what is an audiogram that y'all create? Yeah. So basically, if you think about any of the social media you see right now on TikTok or Instagram stories or YouTube shorts or any of the kind of short form video, everything's in bite sized pieces, right? It's mm-hmm. just, I, I don't want to listen to the whole thing. I just want a little taste of it to see if I want it want to watch more or listen to more. Uh, it's a trailer, right? And so what we're trying to help you do in the marketing side is find those clips, clip them out, share them easily uh, to get more people to discover your podcast. Because a lot of times it's really hard, uh, especially if you don't know if you're if you're looking at Netflix, let's say, you don't know what movie you want to watch because you haven't watched any of it and you're going off the thumbnail. Yeah. <laughs> and so sometimes you're like, eh, the thumbnail. And so Netflix changes the thumbnail over and over and over to try to get you to try a movie. Uh-huh. And there might be an actor that, you know, grabs your interest. There might be, you know, a different scene or something in the movie. And you're like, oh, I didn't know that was part of that movie. Let me check that out. Right. Same thing when they're scrolling a, a feed on social media. It's like what little clip or thing that you're going to say or that's in the headline or some little moment in your podcast is going to grab them long enough to say, all right, let me check this out. 
And then if they're interested in that, it might take many times. Eventually, they're going to go and listen to your podcast. But it's very rare that you're just going to have a podcast with the same cover, with the you know episode, whatever. Come listen. I mean, if, if they ignore it and choose to ignore it the first time, they're probably going to ignore it the 30th time and then they're going to unsubscribe. So you got to mm-hmm. you got to work with the people here and the people yeah. just want a quick, simple message that they can make a decision on. But if you continue to win them over over a period of time with different topics that hit what they're interested in, then they'll start leaning in and listening. And that's what we want to do, because discovery is one of the hardest things to get people to read your book, get people mm-hmm. to listen to your podcast. I mean, you have to find new people. And so mm-hmm. that's what we're trying to help you do. Yeah, it's so great. And as I talked about, it's so super simple. And um, it's one of the first apps I've ever used to do audiograms from way back when y'all started, Jeff. And it's been my absolute nice. favorite, hands down. It's just it's just so, so easy. And it's so clean and nice. And yeah, I think everybody Thank should you. be using it. So I was going to ask you about why do you think it's so effective? But I think you kind of answered that as just giving us that bite-sized little something. But I know a lot of people will, like for their, and I'm guilty of this too, like for their podcast, you know, you might pull one little clip out. And if you have a guest, it's usually your guest, you know, but one little clip and then that's it, you know, but the, yet there was so much more said in the interview that might, you know, like, yes. I know, like we just have, keep having to get in front of people multiple times. And sometimes we have to do it with something totally different. Um, right. and, I, and I know like, for you, for sure, because you've hosted several podcasts too, will be, um, you know, familiar with this. But I think like sometimes we discredit ourselves as the host that, you know, we may have brought something really good to the conversation and maybe they just need to hear that. But then they're going to be excited to uh, push play and hear the guest talk as well. But I would love to hear just from you because I know you work with a variety of entrepreneurs and businesses. What are maybe some cool and unique things you've seen people using um, the audiograms for? Yeah. So everything from you know, here's my podcast to here's my book, right? They'll just put, mm-hmm. they'll put the cover of the book on there and do clips from it. Oh yeah. Let me pause you there, Jeff. So tell, like, yeah. tell us exactly like, so is it, is it, you know, I play the audiogram, but I see the cover of the book instead of like a podcast cover, I'm seeing the right. cover of my book. And then maybe I hear the author saying something yes. on the audiogram. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So the authors will read their book or, mm-hmm. or take like the audiobook version of mm-hmm. it and they'll have the cover as you know, the, the audiogram uh, picture, uh, they'll have some movement on there, some animation mm-hmm. so that maybe even some captions to capture that interest in the scroll. So it's not just a static image. There's something moving in it. But yeah, there'll be author reads. Uh, there'll be um, just the author talking about a certain chapter. I mean, right. So like if you have uh, the cover of your book, um, maybe you have like a, a, a caption on there or a title that says, you know, something interesting. Did you know, right, about this book? Uh, authors talking about it. Um, I've seen promotion, right, for mm-hmm. upcoming events or readings. Um, but authors spend so much money on the cover of your book. Like, mm-hmm. why would you not want to use that? <laughs> right. And then there's also different things that happen in your book that you can talk about that are related to, and I think this is really important, the, the really smart marketers tie topics from their book to headlines Mm -hmm. and it's called stepping into traffic right Mm -hmm. so like you some big event happens and hey my book talks about that or there's a chapter or there's a situation in my book that talks about that they will use that as a way to tie the headline to their book and why somebody should check it out same with podcasters i just talked about on my episode Hey, you want to know about the latest movie? Like I talked about it in my podcast, right? Um, and so those are different ways. And so sometimes you can tie headlines into it. So we see that. 
Uh, sometimes we see um, reviews of products is actually mm-hmm. becoming more popular where you spend a lot of money on the product images uh, and you, you know, there's user generated content. There's people that, you know, shoot videos, but the easiest thing is you, you have a really professional shot of your product. You put mm-hmm. the product on there and then you talk about how great it is, right? Very easy to produce and mm-hmm. you don't have to do video and lighting and all the other stuff. Yeah. Uh, we've also seen like executives um, use this, uh, especially executives that don't want to be on camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I was just <laughs> they thinking. <hate laughs> Zoom, they don't want to do the video thing. It's really great to just record a memo on your phone and uh-huh. send it out with the company logo and maybe some captions or something as like a, a memo. Uh-huh. So it's like a memo. Um, we've seen, of course, like one of the things that I really think is just a great thing to do across the board uh, to a, a to what you just said earlier is while you're editing your podcast, if you would just have your editor or yourself make clips mm-hmm. as you edit. So if you're while editing is the perfect time to say, oh my gosh, this 30 second, this 20 second, this one mm-hmm. minute, these clips are amazing. Let me cut these and put them in a folder. Mm-hmm. So you have all these little MP3s or little wave, you know, files or whatever in a mm-hmm. folder so that when you're done editing, in an hour, you might have 30 clips. So, and those are just ready to go. So you yeah, don't have to, because yeah. I think the hardest thing and that we're trying to work on AI doing it and all these things mm-hmm. is still imperfect is how do we pick and go back and listen to a half an hour, an hour, mm-hmm. however long your podcast is, God forbid, if it's, you know, mm-hmm. three hours or something, yeah. <laughs> you have to listen to the whole thing again to find the clips. I mean, yeah. it's crazy. So people yeah. are just overwhelmed. They're like, oh, I already did it. I, you know, I'll let people, you know, try to do that later. And then you never get around to it. Yeah. But if if it's part of your process to find the clips as you're editing, mm-hmm. you're ready. You're halfway there. Yeah. Right? yeah. And then you just slap some pictures on it and go. Right. Mm-hmm. There's no work. It's very quick. And so I think that's where I really try to encourage people because you're right. You can create uh, way more than one post for, per podcast or per audiobook or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And then what you do is you spread them out over time and you don't fall into the trap of like, well, I tweeted it out one time, you know, like, well, I shared it on LinkedIn one time. I guess yeah. that's it. I don't want to annoy anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. There's so much flexibility there of what you talked about with what you want your, the video to look like the image that's represented on there. And I'm so glad you talked because I know a lot of us and I'm included in this is you don't always want to show your face on video. I mean, you got to right. do it sometimes, but sometimes you don't want to do it. Um, and just, yeah, all the ways you could do that. Um, you know, I, I just, I mean, I never see anybody talking about their audio books. I'm so glad you brought that up because I have heard, um, you know, other experts say like when you're a guest on podcast, be sure to mention your audio book because podcast listeners probably want to listen to audio books. Um, and yeah, I think the audiogram would be a super cool way to do that. Or I know a lot of people in our audience, you know, they write Bible studies or have, you know, Bible yeah. journaling supplies or, you know, all kinds of different products Absolutely. and services that, yeah, they could, oh, I just, yeah, it just might, gets my wheels and of all the really cool ways to do that. So I want to ask you, though, I heard you, Jeff, on, a, on an interview, and I apologize, I cannot remember. It was a recent interview. I want to ask you about content, just because you have been around this digital marketing age for a while. But you were talking about um, audiograms being something that you can use as an on-ramp to your content. And I thought that was right. so cool. So t- will yeah. you talk a little bit about that? Because I think that's such a, a, a great way to look at it. Yeah. So an on-ramp just means the introduction to you as a content creator, like whatever you do, right? 
So if, if I don't know who you are, there's some social media uh, platforms right now that actually do real discovery, meaning they'll show your content to somebody that doesn't know who you are, mm-hmm. right? So Threads just came out. They're start, they have that happening where you're seeing uh, posts that of companies and people you've never followed or never heard about, right? TikTok mm-hmm. made it really popular. Instagram does it. So there's um, there's this factor of how do I put my content out there in a way that will on-ramp new people into my content? And so what you find is that there will be people that start consuming your short-form content on a platform, and that's the only place that they see you showing up regularly, mm-hmm. right? So they, they're not following you on any other. They don't have, they have zero context on who you are, what you're talking about. They just hear it. They're like, there it is. And that's the only piece of content. But then over time, what's happening is that they start listening to it and counting on it. They're like, oh, yeah. that Oh, there's that person again. Oh, that, oh yeah. They're talking about that again. Oh, man. Have I followed them yet? Okay. Now, now they're following you. Now they're going to get that one channel of that short form content. That's all they're going to know of you. And they might do that for a while. I mean, I heard one girl the other day say she followed somebody like that for a year before mm-hmm. she actually said, let me go find out this podcast and let me go see what's going on. Yeah. So those kind of on-ramps may take time, but if you're faithful in it and you and you keep showing up, then it starts going into other pieces of content. So then you, if you mention, hey, I have an audio book on Amazon. Hey, I have, you can listen to a free chapter if you go here, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're starting to go and go to your website. Give They give you their email. Now they get an exclusive chapter. Now they, right? So now there's things that you're doing to get them off that initial off-ramp and into your other, uh, you know, content and pro- mm-hmm. platforms and products. And then you have to think about what is your strategy for on-ramping them from there? So now it's like, okay, I found out about you. I like your content. What journey are you going to take me on? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the next thing I'm supposed to do, right? What, am I supposed to listen to a podcast? Am I supposed to read your book? Do you have a, a film? Do you have a YouTube video? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? Are you selling a product? Like, what are you doing? And so I think it's, that's kind of where your storytelling comes in, where just think about it from, I have no clue who you are. Mm-hmm. And you say something really cool on a moment of a podcast. You know, maybe you react to something as a parent or, mm-hmm. as, you know, I heard this Bible study and it's amazing and you got to check it out. Like, okay, but what do I do now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. so that's where, if you can think about it, like, okay, I want to drive all new people to maybe my website mm-hmm. or I want to drive all new people to my Instagram page or whatever it is. Right. Uh, and then think about when they get there, what are they supposed to do? So I've seen really good, they're called funnels, right? Like Mm -hmm. really good workflows or funnels of people that have a strong story that they're telling at each point and at the length of each level of piece of content they create. So they'll create short form uh, social media on ramps, then they'll create medium form, right? Like like podcasts Mm -hmm. or uh, YouTube videos, and then they'll create like really long form, like a, a movie or a, mm-hmm. a really long form audiobook or things like that. So you kind of have that progression where you want to really ramp people through and not um, kind of drop the ball, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and have yeah. zero call to actions. There's no links, right? Or they click the link and it goes to a broken, you know, mm-hmm. Spotify pod, and you're like, this, what is this? And uh-huh. then you lose them, right? Yeah, then you go absolutely. Back and yeah. Maybe you caught them, maybe you didn't. So yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so good. Well, I just love that um, imagery. Like you just talked about being on the highway and 
you know, just, yeah, where, where is your on-ramp to your content? And then uh, more importantly, like, where are you leading them once they get on there? Um, so I wanted to ask you too about, so we're talking about, you know, waveforms and, and publicizing our podcasts and our books and things. And I, I know a lot of our audience, Jeff, are like me and you, they're, they've been thinking about podcasting. And I know you've hosted at least three podcasts that I know of. So mm-hmm. I would just yeah. love to hear, I know you obviously know a lot about marketing, but I would love to hear any advice you maybe have for people that are thinking about, you know, should I start a podcast or not to build my audience and help market my book? Um, if they don't have any, ex- you know, maybe they haven't guested before, they don't really have any experience behind a mic, but they're thinking maybe this is for me. What advice would you give them after um, all the years of experience that you have? Yeah, I would say go through the entire cycle with whatever tools you have today. Mm-hmm. That's great. Meaning if you have a cell phone that can record audio, which all of them do, try it. Record mm-hmm. yourself, record someone that you can talk to and just go through the process of planning. What am I going to talk about? What am I going to call this? Do Think of it like a practice run. Like you're not actually starting it yet, but you're just going through the motions of let me do each of the steps and then see where you get stuck. Mm-hmm. And and it might be really eye opening for you. You might say, wow, I say, you know, um, ah, like every other word. And I need to plan this out a little more. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't pause when I talk. I just talk double the speed. Right. I'm nervous. Right. I don't like to look at myself when I talk, right? Mm -hmm. There's all these weird things. Well, I don't know what to call it. I don't know what to talk about. Just going through like a practice episode will help you kind of iron out where are my blocks? What Mm -hmm. am I scared of? What can I work on? And you got to come at it from the standpoint of you're not going to be good when you start, just Mm -hmm. like anything. But you got to keep going. The baby doesn't fall down and be like, well, I guess I'm never going to walk again. <laughs> Try that. Didn't work. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so there's there's different mindsets to it. I mean, I've seen some people that they know they can do it, right? Mm. They've worked in some job where they've they had to speak and they just know they'll be good at it. They just mm. haven't done it yet. And so those for those people, I would say invest in some good, you know, equipment, get a good mic, uh, get you know, some good software, understand how to edit, uh, learn how to plan. Right. And then go, and then go all in, just go, just do it, just start Mm -hmm. doing it. Um, because that's the best way to get better is just to get reps in. And then for the people that are really, you know, shy or I don't know, or they're, they're kind of the analytical, uh, you know, analysis paralysis folks, try to psych yourself out by just doing one Mm -hmm. without, publishing it and just go through the whole cycle of it and, and get get some practice. And the cool thing was at one of the conferences, we were at the ConvertKit conference and we did a whole podcast experience on the Wave podcast experience. And I got to see people for the first time ever put the headphones on and record in a professional studio and their eyes light up and say, whoa, I sound really good on the mic. <laughs> and it was like, you know, the, the light went off and they're like, whoa, uh-huh. cool. Right. And so you might just find that you love it. You uh-huh. might find that you really enjoy it because you're not on camera, right? Yeah. You can just focus on what you're what you're saying. And some people like the off the cuff, you know, let's just have a conversation. And some people really like planning it out mm-hmm. and writing it out and outlining it and practicing it. It really depends on what your format is. But yeah, I mean, there's nothing like going through all the steps of it and having a finished product. 
Mm-hmm. That's a great, yeah, great advice just to kind of go through. Yeah, because I don't think I did that in the beginning and just, yeah, recording a few and get them under your belt and then deciding, okay, am I going to go further or the things I need to improve on? I mean, I know, yeah, I say ums a lot and I know I speak way too fast. I have to slow down. And all those things, you know, you just got to keep working at it, but don't let it stop That's you right. from, I mean, I was thinking like we've got lawnmowers in the background. I'm like, oh gosh, of course, right now there's a lawnmower, but that's okay. I don't know if you can hear it, but you know, it's like, it's okay. I know Jeff's standing out over the lawnmower. Here's a quick tip. Get the step where you get a really cheap microphone that picks up everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> try to try to get a mic that only picks up what's in front of the mic and it'll save you a ton of editing and headache. Yeah, that's so true. I know that I had my older microphone and I don't have anything fancy today, but I know my the first one I started out with would always pick up my son in the other room playing video games. So I was like, yep. okay, well, that's not going to work. So yep. <laughs> hopefully this one's better. <laughs> hey, well, let me ask you about I'm gonna, uh, on the other side of the mic, because I know you have a lot of experience, obviously, being a guest on podcast. We just talk a little bit about what that has done for, you know, you personally, your business, you know, relationships you've built, um, and then also your experience with Podmatch. I definitely want to hear about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think being a guest has really enhanced my skills. I think even more than being a host, mm-hmm. because as a host, you are in charge, you get to ask the questions, you let the other person talk more. And so I would say it's a little bit easier. And maybe that's just my bias, because um, I maybe I have done it longer. But I think being a guest really helps you clarify your message, clarify what you're all all about. Mm -hmm. It helps you to meet more people. Uh, It it helps you to stay abreast of what's going on in your industry more. And it definitely positions you better in in your market, right? So if you're um, an author, a speaker, you know, uh, a leader at a company, it really helps you to get your message out there and um, be more visible to your community. And it also helps create content. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's, my main purpose for being a guest on a lot of these uh, podcasts is to get more content created where, you know, the hosts are the ones that are editing, mm-hmm. right? And they're doing a lot of work to make these uh, these productions. And so I think that's a huge win if you can be a guest on a show. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you have to earn credibility enough to be a guest. But if you're good and you can speak well and you present well and you have something interesting to talk about, absolutely go for it. I mean, it's it's very beneficial, just like having a book is beneficial, mm-hmm. right? It's kind of like yeah. your business card. Yeah. <laughs> and I think what's cool about books and podcasts, they both press pause on the content. Mm-hmm. And, I'll, and I'll back up what I'm saying here. So if you think about a world where everything is like the three second, one second attention span, everybody's just scrolling and there's like everything's changing and you see, oh, this study says coffee's good for you. Yeah. This study says coffee's bad for you. <laughs> this coffee says you're going to die. You know, this uh-huh. uh, study says you're going to die if you do this. This study says you're going to live longer. It's like, what is happening? <laughs> and so you just you just want to like hit pause on everything and just be like, hold on. I'm going to go read this book that doesn't change. Uh Like it's printed. It's not going anywhere. They're not going to change any words on me magically behind the scenes. Right. Same with podcasting. It's like, all right, this was a moment in time. I downloaded it to my device. I can listen to it. It's not going to change. It's right here. I feel good. I'm going to go listen to this. I'm going to go run. I'm going to do the dishes, whatever I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's this aspect of it that's really attractive for people that are just tired of all the change happening Mm -hmm. and all the different mixed messages they're getting. So I think it's powerful from that standpoint too, to kind of have a snapshot in time of like, 
this happened and this is what we wrote and this is what we said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. What about what about your experience with Podmatch? Because I just joined recently. I've known about it for a while and I love everything Alex does. Yeah. I see him present at conferences and things. Um, yeah, yeah, I would so, love to hear what your experience has been on there. Yeah, Alex is an is an awesome entrepreneur uh, over at Podmatch and he's doing great things connecting podcasters, uh, hosts and guests, mm -hmm. right? And so it's an amazing network. Uh, there, there's uh, several companies that do it, but Alex does a really great job of doing it. And I love it. I mean, it, it's, it solves the problem of having to be the one to go out and one by one find podcast hosts mm -hmm. that you want to be a guest on or find good guests that mm -hmm. you want to be on your show, right? So it really solves that problem in a way that uh, just saves you time and, and effort and money and, and streamlines it really well. So it, it's a network. It brings uh, the right people to you and it gives you what I like about it too, is it brings kind of the people to your doorstep and then you get to decide. It's almost like a mat. It's a matchmaking. Service, it is. Right? Yeah. It's like, yeah. Do, do I want to match with this person or not? <laughs> do I like this person? Do am I swiping uh, right or left? Yeah. Or what are doing? So uh, yeah, I think it's, it's wonderful for that. And um you know, I think as you get more experienced, then you know more about what you want mm -hmm. and you can kind of update your profile uh, accordingly. Mm -hmm. So remember how we used to do it? It's like you just find a podcast, you go to their website, you scroll down, you look for like, how do I be a guest? How do yeah. I, you know, and then if it's on the other side and you're a host, and you're trying to find guests. It's like, let me go reach out to this person. Let me see if they want to be, you know, it, it's just, it's hard. So mm -hmm. this makes it to where both sides have already agreed that they want to be a guest or that they want to be a host. And now we're just finding matches. So mm -hmm. it, it makes it a lot easier. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. And I'm glad that we got connected on there. Um, like I told you, you were on my list to ask, but it was just like that, that reminder. Oh, yeah, Jeff, I need to reach out to Jeff. So it worked out <laughs> great through your pod match. Well, Jeff, this has been so, so good. Tell our listeners where they can connect with you online to hear about you personally or uh, to connect with Wave. Yeah, absolutely. So um, wave.co, W-A-V-V-E dot C-O is the company. And then me personally as a content creator, podcaster, filmmaker is just jeffdolan.com. Okay, that's easy yep. enough. And I'll be sure and put those links in the show notes. Well, thanks, Jeff. This has been amazing. And I so appreciate thanks. your time today. Thanks, Kim. It was fun. So how are you feeling about the idea of creating on-ramps for your readers? I think it is so genius. And Jeff gives us a different way of looking at the short form videos we're creating on social. So be sure to check out the Wave app as you can get started with a free plan. And I absolutely love it. So stay tuned next week because I'm going to be sharing 14 creative ways you can use audiograms to unwrap new readers and listeners to your content. And I'm so grateful for you tuning in. And I want to give a shout out to one of my listeners, MJ James, who says, fantastic and valuable resource. Each and every episode is jam packed with valuable information. And the expert guests that Kim has share their wisdom and information helps to bring this already amazing podcast to a new level. Thanks, MJ. And if Book Marketing Mania is helping you to build your audience and market your book, I hope you'll leave a quick review of the show to let others know it can bring them value too. Thanks for tuning in today. And as always, I'll be there for you next time to help you build your audience and market your book one podcast at a time. See you then.